Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. People have been staying up partying ever since the national championship. You need some coffee to get you through the next day. That's what Strange Brew is for. Strange Brew, a great local business. we got an announcement coming up that's going to show you just what kind of a quality community service business Strange Brews is, and we'll, we'll, we'll delay that a little bit, but it is coming. Uh, and, of course, like I said, they've been always been taking care of you there on Highway 12. they got the other location there on University Drive, and there's always Brupolo and Tupelo, Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner is packed and loaded with national championship merchandise, including the official hats of the national champions. Those are available now. They are going to go quick. If you haven't bought one already, you might be too late, but definitely check it out at collegecornerstore.com or either of the two locations there in Jackson, Ridgeland, and Fleet, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell. It's locked and loaded with not only MSU National Championship merchandise, but all the great maroon and white stuff you're going to need for this football season and beyond. Stuff that you want to put around the house. Whatever it is, you need to let someone know that you're a Bulldog fan, that you support the national champions. You've got it at College Corner. Humble Taco remains Starkville's best and newest Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It's the favorites you love from the South turned into the Mexican classics everybody is craving. If you haven't been there already, you're missing out. They've got something on the menu for you. Head over to University Drive and Humble Taco as soon as possible. Robbie, we've got... I'm going to go ahead and issue an apology. Because we just got too many questions. I can't... If we... Do all of these questions, Robbie. It'll be midnight before we get out of here. This, I, I honestly think this might be more questions than Bob got on the last B&B show. Mo, more questions and more people inserting themselves in the questions. This, this is getting out of It's hand. an epidemic. It's a play. What is happening here? I know some of you people are actual listeners of the show. Yeah. Now, for the people that don't listen to the show and that are just oblivious, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But there are some, but of, some you. of you folks are just doing it out of spite, yeah. and we need that to stop. It needs to quit. It's, it's I'm, too I'm much. A, I'm going to now institute a new rule. Okay. Our second rule of the rumblings. Rule number one is don't reply. Rule number two is if you reply, but you also ask a question, I'm not answering your question. Uh, I'm whether you down with that. whether you turn on that person or not. If you you know the rules, and you ask a question anyway, you're out. And I was already just a, a little bit ornery today. Oh, because you threw me out <laughs> yesterday. And threw you out. And on the show, oh, I got a little treat for Robbie this week. We're going to give him a day off. Yeah. You'll be excited about this, Robbie. No. He threw me to the wolves while Brandon Walker came in. When Brandon comes in, I get kicked out. I get kicked to the you curb. You spent that time shaving. If I know you were going to be shaving, I would have made you work. <laughs> Brian you was actually like scared when I came to the door. He thought someone left their child out in a hot car <laughs> because I was outside by myself. The baby-faced assassin here, Jeez. Robbie Falk. All right, let's jump in with Justin Strawn. 
He got his in before we before even, even asked the question. He was ready to roll. I mean, Justin, you got this is this is seven questions from one guy. <laughs> I can't. I just can't do it. I'm going to pick two. <laughs> All right. better, you better pick the good ones. Uh, how in the world is the championship clincher not one of the things we're showing on our SEC Network takeover? The SEC Network takeovers are so bad. Really bad. They're so bad. Really I understand bad. you want to you want to highlight all of your programs, but what people want to watch are classic games, and they want to watch classic football, and then maybe some basketball, and definitely for MSU some baseball. That's all they want to watch. And and they'll just throw in like I mean, no offense to these sports, but like a random softball game. Yeah. Like a random soccer. Auburn's match. got an equestrian thing happening. Like <laughs> I who mean, wants to watch that? To, it's just. It, they don't know what they're doing with this. No. They do not want know what they're doing, and State they don't is actually know what the fans the spring game. Oh, gosh, The man. spring game over an actual football game. Uh, and the national championships, like, yeah. they just picked these, like, no, nope, we can't veto any, any of this. Like, you could easily pull something out and put in the national championship game. That's yeah. what State fans want to see. I'm going to answer this next question because it will take out about 20 more questions. <laughs> Because we got a bunch of variations of this question. Someone has to get a statue out of this for the school's first ever national championship. Who gets it? Okay, here's what I would propose because there's so many there's so many statue questions and concerns. I would propose what LSU does. Mm-hmm. A an area where you have a bust mm-hmm. of great players. Yeah. Like uh, the Yankees have. Yes. I I don't there's so many classic players and so many legendary players mm-hmm. in Mississippi State. I don't think that there is room to to put these statues up. And I mean, you start talking about Jake Mangum. You know, yeah. you know, some people want Elijah McNamee uh, because of what he did in the postseason, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like Tanner Allen and Rowdy Jordan. I think you know a Tanner Allen Rowdy Jordan where the Hell State video videoed them walking off the yeah. field the final time. Be a great one. But there's so many. There's so and many where, guys. Where are you putting it? And, and I mean, right now, I guess the only thing that that makes sense is just that Ring of Honor, just yeah. having those plaques. Think think about the stadium and where it is and what's around it. Where can I put another statue? It would have to be in the right field plaza. Right. It would have to be in the center that of that thing MRS. Is, I mean, that people are walking through there. That that's yeah. that is blocking. Imagine if like fifty people just stood in the middle, right? That's a huge problem. Well, what, well, if we had a statue there, it's the same thing. What and you people would, are going to want to stop and take a picture. Yeah, that's not going to work. What you would have to do is you'd have to put it on the outside of the stadium in yeah. a designated area. But you, where? I just somewhere like outside of yeah, Duty Noble. But I just proposed something like that with the bust of of yeah. great players. I agree. But I mean, at some point, you're going to have to draw the line on something. Yeah. Last one here. from We'll do one one more from Justin. Do we care that the Vanderbilt batter who was called out on the last play of the game was actually safe? He was safe. He was safe, but I think they're just like, it's 9 nothing. It's, not, let's, let's, it's time You're to go You're not going to score nine runs on Landon Sims. No. Let's just go home. I think it's twofold. One, they should be punished for their scholarship advantage. And two, you should be punished for trying to bunt your way on down 9 nothing. They deserve that. They deserved it. And, and so. how awful would it have been if State would have dogpiled and then they call him well, off the field. We're going to review. I was just waiting for Tim Corbin to come out there in the middle. No, no, no. I, I want this reviewed. I was just waiting for that to happen. I'm glad it didn't, but yes, he looked like he was safe. And that's probably going to be a point of contention for Vanderbilt fans until the end of time. We would have come back. We would have scored nine runs in a game that we only had one hit. In Against eight, the best closer innings. in college baseball. So, yeah, good stuff. All right. Let me – I lost I, – I, 
this is gonna be a long day. I, I've already lost my place here. Here we go. Almost there. Okay, there it is. No, still not there. Also, somebody answered Blake's uh, or Justin's question, and he got after him. So good job. A lot of guys did. A lot of yeah. guys really got out of their comfort zone and, and went after some of these people. Right. And those people fired back. I, mean, I like that. I, just, uh, I like increasing the bulldog on bulldog crime. Patrick Swindle wants to know our favorite kind of rice dish. He's a rice farmer, so he says if you don't like rice, he will find us and he will kill us. Good news, I like rice. I love rice. So I'm going to go, I'm going to be completely boring here mm -hmm. and just speak on nostalgia mm -hmm. with my, you know, some childhood memories. Mm -hmm. I loved whenever I ate pork chops at my granddad's house. Uh -huh. Pork chops, white rice, mm -hmm. and butter. Oh, yeah. And that white rice. Just a plain white rice with butter, great. salt, and pepper. Yeah. That was my favorite, just because, you know, as a child, eating that was, that was one of my favorite Rice and meals. gravy, too. Rice and gravy. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's, it's such a great meal. But the other dish that I really like is just, you know, hibachi. Yeah, fried rice. Yes. That's a good so, one. So, I mean, that's, that would, they'd probably be those two, two, but, you know, I also like, you know, chicken casserole with, with oh, white yeah, yeah, rice. Yeah. Things my like grandmother that. made hen and rice. Cook a hen. Ooh, yes. I and bet that's good. I bet and that with was the good. rice in there. Oh, so I good. I bet that was really good. But my answer is jambalaya. Yeah, that, that's I, my number one. I, I'm not going to disagree with anything rice-related. Rice, is, rice I, is a great product. I've never had rice that I just rice. didn't like, unless it was undercooked. Right. Uh, let's see here. Um, Nathan Taylor wants you to give the odds for state baseball repeating next year. Nope. <laughs> no, no me no odds. That was a... Uh, that was a rough day there. That was fun. When I gave that. But, but you know, you I was avenged. Right. I was avenged. Right. Yeah. I killed the curse. Yep. Uh, Adam Smith, what kind of, when and what kind of extension can we ex anticipate state giving Lamonis and staff? Obviously, can't be more than four years because that's just state law. But we said on Sports Talk, we expect that salary number to be between like one, two, and one, five. Does that seem about right to you? I, I think it's going to be a top five salary. Okay. If I had to guess, I, I really think they're going to make a pretty big commitment to him. And, you know, I don't I don't anticipate Lamonis testing the waters anywhere because he's at a really good spot and now he's proven he can win a national title here. Mm -hmm. But you got to show the guy that that you're invested in him and what he's doing with this program because uh, to win a national title. I mean, I I don't know what I I haven't seen his his contract lately. The incentives, yeah. But he had to have hit every bonus. Yeah, there, there couldn't be one left. I mean, I guess he didn't win the SEC, SEC or SEC tournament, right. but postseason-wise, yeah, he won the regional, won the super regional, won the, the national title. I mean, that national title bonus probably was huge. Yeah, I would imagine so. So, uh, Patrick Swindle had another question, but somebody answered, and he said nothing, which is uh, crazy because he's, you know, I want to see him get angry. He's six foot eight and three hundred and fifty pounds. Well, he's probably working. It's true. It's true. But still. Uh, Q Hagen asks, are Phase 2 Dude Edition rumors legit? I can't imagine they're going to expand that stadium anytime soon. Uh, as far as expansion, I don't know how much will be done. I, I have heard some rumblings that they're looking into adding some kind some of, sort of temporary seating. seating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you can't expand this stadium for five weekends a year. No, that that's the thing that... That's the thing that gets lost a lot of times. Yeah. When, when you have these big super regionals and regionals, people are so angry right. about there not being enough seating. But, but you're not during getting, the year, you, yeah. those seats are never filled. You're not you getting 10,000 people for a Tuesday night against UAB. No, and then you just have this huge stadium yeah. with, with nobody so no. there. So, so. Uh, Norm wants to know, what's the best way to plan your plates and plan of attack? 
when you're going to a buffet? Well, you're probably you're the buffet connoisseur here. So, number one, and always remember this: bread is your enemy. Don't eat bread. Don't get rolls, biscuits, anything like that. I know it looks good. Now, for breakfast, it's a little different, right? You want some bread, but for dinner, don't stay away from the bread. All right. It soaks up everything. Yeah, I mean, it, it fills your stomach. And it and it it gets it gets involved with all the other foods and gets yeah. real yeah. soggy. Yes, you just you don't yeah, want yeah, that. You don't want that. You need to, to concentrate on the, on the carved meats and any seafood options. You want as much boiled shrimp as you can get. Crab legs. Now, crab legs can be a pain in the butt because you got to crack them. If you go to Las Vegas, those buffets out there, they'll crack them for you. They come pre-cracked, which is just an, an incredible bonus of life. Um, you don't want to. You don't want to do work while you're eating. No, no. Yeah. So if you can get, again, if the boiled shrimp are peeled already, I mean, you, I mean now we're talking. We're going to be there for a while. Definitely get you a hunk of prime rib. But you know, check check it out. Make sure it looks good. But definitely get that. And then you know, keep your sides to what you know. All right. If it looks good, but you're not a hundred percent sure, I wouldn't go for it. Yeah, I know it's a situation where you're like, well, I could try it, and then, you know, it's not costing me any extra. I get that, but every bite of something you don't like is a bite of something you do like that you can't get back, and and at least two desserts. Don't 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 uh, limit yourself on dessert. All right. How often in life can you get like you know some ice cream and cake and pie? Get it. What was the last buffet you went to? <sighs> I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. A lot of them have I was, I was, yes. are not in or not. They're not. They're not operating. Right now. Yeah, they're, they're they're in bad shape because of COVID. But I uh, went to Mama Hamill's not too oh, long good. ago. It's good. And um, you know, it used to be in that little shack building. Yeah. And so I haven't been since then. So I've only been once, and it's in the big building. So I pull in, and I'm like, oh man, they're closed. And then I see this huge building, and yeah. I was like, wait a second, and it makes sense now. Yeah. Because there's five thousand people in that building. Yeah. yeah. It's and, good. Uh, it was it was it was fantastic. It's good. Jared Bean wants to know if he thinks we'll ho- if Mississippi State will host next year. Yeah, yeah, they're hosting. They're going to be hosting for the foreseeable future. But I don't want to take that gimmick away from Kendall no, no, Rogers. That's, that's please, please direct your questions to him On if that, you yeah. will. I agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Ford Polk. In Jaws, when the main characters get on the boat, the shark finally shows itself. Chief Brody is heard yelling several times, "How do we handle this?" My question is: We just won a national championship for the first time. How do we handle this? I say you handle it with the humility and grace that Ole Miss fans would be known for in this situation. In other words, none. I think you should be as obnoxious as you want to be. Don't need to start. Where's the sunglasses? <laughs> Where's my sports coat? Yes. I mean, you've waited. Every single state fan in existence has, has waited their yeah. entire life for this. So, so just, just be as obnoxious as you want to be at this point. Yeah. In baseball, do we retire 5, 15, or 24 first, or any of them? We haven't retired any numbers in baseball, to my knowledge, so yeah. probably none of them. I, 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 that doesn't seem to be like Mississippi State's thing. No. They put the but, black out there. And but we've it. talked about it before. Like there's, there's been so many great 15s. I might consider just not just retiring that across all sports. Across the board. I wouldn't be against that. You know what else I would do? I would have the, the 2021 team in the Polk Ring of Honor next year. That makes sense. Just go Just ahead the and whole put them team. Out. The whole team gets in there. And then we'll come back and do some players Individuals. As, as years go by. But the whole team gets a spot. They want a national title. Yeah, I mean, I, you know. I would put them in I, there. Yeah, I, I can get along with that. Yeah. How much credit does Brandon Walker take since this was his first trip to Omaha? He takes all you'll give him. 
Yes. Uh, in reality, you know, he, he deserves none. He contributed pretty much nothing to this title run, but uh, we'll let him believe that he that he did a little something. Very good. Uh, let's see here. Ace Winston very, very smartly set it up where only you and I could reply. More people should do They're that. They're getting on board with that, all right? Are you aware that a national title is not the pinnacle of team achievement? Apparently it falls behind having the nation's best catcher award. Being a semifinalist in Hoover and being ranked number one in March. Well, those are all. This is all news to me. So that's good news. I like that. Uh, oh, Winston Kimmel. Somebody replied. Hold on. Somebody. Somebody replied. Oh, it's it's him. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I was like, how did somebody reply to it? Okay. Somebody replied to this one. Let's see what happens here. Very good. He he rebuked the answer. I like. That's a good word. We don't use it enough. Rebuke. Uh, you know. You know what I didn't like. The people that were rebuked getting upset. Yeah. And, been and rebuked, fighting back. Shut up. I, I just like, just say, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. No, these people got, they, they dug in. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just, yeah, I don't, I don't, it was insufferable to, to watch. What football game will they bring out the national championship baseball team during the fall? It has to be the Egg Bowl, right? Can't see them waiting to the Egg Bowl to do that. I, honestly, the, the best. North Carolina State makes the most sense, right? That or or, or is that a troll? I, I think uh, I I don't know if I do it. Then I I thought maybe LSU. LSU would be a good one. Yeah, but the problem with LSU is that they won six national titles. Maybe you want to get away from somebody who's won a national title. Well, is it is so? Is the thinking you're trolling the football team that you're playing? Well, here's here's I, I remember this state uh, one year they had won the SEC tournament in baseball. And they brought out the baseball team when State was playing LSU. And I was around some LSU fans, and they were all just laughing. They're like, we have five national titles. What are you doing? You trying to troll us? Yeah, they, they don't care. Yeah, it, it, it might hurt Ole Miss fans to do something yeah. like that, but the LSU fans just didn't they, they yeah. So, what, Kentucky? Maybe? I don't know. I, I, just, I just figured your thinking is do it at a game that's going to have a huge crowd at it. Right. I mean, that makes Alabama, sense. LSU... That, that makes sense. But Something like that. Alabama would be a good choice because they haven't won a national title in baseball. So yeah. that, that might be the, the best one. Uh, rank the following in order of importance. SEC baseball tournament, TikTok followers, flipping recruits, baseball player height. Well, <laughs> uh, is this Yancey? No, no this, is, this is Winston Kimmel. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go... Flipping recruits is actually important because if you flip recruits, they're usually good players, right? Yes. Uh, the SEC baseball tournament is a fine event, so let's vote it second. Uh, baseball player height, kind of, kind of useless. <laughs> but I mean, that's uh, at that same time, you know, tall player, tall people can be, you know, better athletes sometimes. TikTok followers is dead last. Yes, dead it last. is. So means means absolutely nothing to the game of our baseball. official rankings from Brian and Robbie. Flipping recruits, SEC baseball tournament, baseball player height, TikTok followers. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, is I I can't remember how to pronounce that dude's name. Let me see if I can if I can see it. I can maybe do it phonetically. Stephen, this is from Ace Winston. Stephen Shock, is he the opposing player from Omaha that you really want to grab a beer with? Dude seems legit. Yes. Yeah, he looks like he'd be a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the funny thing, Brandon Walker uh, and his friend, I forget his name. Marty uh, Mush? Yes. 
they just like DM'd him on Twitter. It was like, hey, you want to do an interview for Barstool? And like went over to his hotel and, yeah. and interviewed him yeah. for like 15 minutes. Didn't go through an SID yeah. or anything. That's the way. I mean, let's start figuring these things out. You, you, we have to do all these interviews on Zoom. We have to go through all these hoops. It took me five days to do that story on those, those little league yeah. players. It, Brandon just shows up to the hotel with a guy. I'm like, yeah. and this is gold. Like, yeah. Just give this stuff to us. Everybody right. loved the interview too. So, yeah. I know. Whatever. Izzy Mandelbaum wants to know whose draft position changed more in the College World Series, McLeod or Bedner? That's a good question. It is. Um, I would say probably McLeod actually because I thought that Bednar was probably late first round, early yeah. second anyway. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be early first round. I think he's still going to be mid to middle, late. Yeah. I think McLeod's draft stock is is starting to it's drop not good a right lot. Now. Yeah. I, I don't think you know, he just didn't show a whole lot down the stretch. That's probably what I would that's probably where I would go because I I do think that Bednar made some money during that College World Series run. Mm-hmm. But I I think his ceiling is at a certain spot. I, I don't think he's, you know, Jack Light or Kumar Rock. Right, right, right. You know. But I think he's middle first to late first round still. So we asked that sort of leads into our next question here from Trotter Flynn. Who made more money at the College World Series, Bednar or Lamonis? I think it's well, Bednar. It's got to be Bednar because MLB his signing is going to pay more. But yeah, yeah, I mean his signing bonus is going to be, be more in the millions more than Lamonis's salary was. Yeah, so I, yeah, so. I'll probably go with Bednar. Yeah. Uh, the American Dream has a question. Do you mind if I speak as the American Dream? I don't know why you're asking. I, you know, I always like to get permission. Permission. Okay. Robert, if you had to choose between us being a stooge of Vince McMahon, <laughs> complete with the inevitable brawl and panties match against your fellow stooges, <laughs> or, and no health insurance, Daddy, you go to the doctor, that's on you, or be associated with that low egg sucking dog clan ledger, which would you choose? <laughs> Daddy, that's what they call in the business a no win situation. Well, I mean, the Stooges are are getting paid. Yeah, they're still going to be getting paid. Yeah. Like it's an act. Yes, too. The so I, I'm going to go with the Stooges. I'm going to go with the Stooges. I, yeah. I don't think anybody wants to be seen with the Clarion Ledger right now. No, I agree. All right, let's see here. We got uh, Jacob Shumi. People, good job. He he, he fought for his he, life. He, he did good. You did good, Jacob. Well, he, you're in. He had people coming in left and right with him. And man. Name your Mount Rushmore of MSU athletes all time. You cannot have more than one athlete from each sport. Oh, Dak gosh. is on. Yeah, Dak she, is on. So go ahead and get okay. that out of the way. Bailey Howell? So it's four. Is that four. right? Okay. And he doesn't um, say what sports they have to be. So I I got a little twist for mine. Bailey Howell is in the for men's basketball, basketball Hall of Fame. So he's number. So he's, he's got to go in there. Okay. Uh, Bailey Howell, Dak Prescott. Okay. I feel like you got to put Jake Mangum in there just because of you know what he meant to this team for okay. four years. Okay. Man, Tanner Allen has moved up there too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jake from okay. a baseball perspective. Okay. And there's no limit on the sport. It can be, or does it have to be a separate? Has to be another. You can't pick, go back to baseball. Okay. Gosh, one of the one of the javelin guys. I was thinking the same thing, Anderson Peters. Yeah. I mean, that's they have national championships. Yeah, they have world records, right, or national records at least. I, I think they're so. going to be Olympians. I mean, from from just a you know a notoriety standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, no, the the fan base doesn't know them like. 
Right. Some but, of the other players, but they've accomplished more than anybody possibly in MSU history while wearing maroon and white. The other, other guy, like Brandon McBride, the yes. sprinter, what, I mean, Eric track Bogard. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, that fourth Allie McDonald would be one. Yeah, because she, I mean yeah. she's been. On and the then LPGA. we have Victoria Vivians or Latoya Thomas or Tierra McCowan could all be there. The first three are my first three are definitely going to be Dak Bailey Howe, and I'm going Tanner Allen. I've said it. Okay. I'm going to stick to it. I I can't really you know at this point his accomplishments mm-hmm. as a player mm-hmm. in on a team mm-hmm. you can't really argue against it. You Went can't. to three straight College World Series, SEC National Player of the Year. It's hard to argue against it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would lean towards Jake. Just because of how he's beloved by this fan base, but TA's kind of got there too. So I think either one works for me. Yeah. And the fourth one, you know, I, I might try to get one of those track guys. I mean, yeah, that, they deserve to be on there. All right, uh, Carson Young. Let's see here. He's got five questions. I want to pick. Uh, okay. Do you think this breakthrough will lead to more titles? Like if FSU would close the deal or in the '90s or North Carolina in the 2000s? I've always said that. That if they could just get one, if they could get over the hump, they'll get more. I've always said in '85, if they could have won that, they might have become what LSU was and won five or six national titles. So the answer to your question to me is yes. This is not the last Mississippi State national title. Now, God only knows, Robbie and I could be sitting here in 40 years. This is thunder and lightning on Super Talk. Remember but that time we won? Remember that when we won that one national title? That was great. <laughs> but I, I think State is now about to start becoming a more consistent uh, threat to do that. Well, there's something to be said about having done it mm-hmm. and the mindset that's in your head that you've done this before. Mississippi State had never won a national title on anything, and I think that kind of resonated through every sport. I yeah. mean, they had never done it. They didn't. They had never been there before. Women's basketball had the weight of the world on their shoulders to try to win a national championship, and they couldn't do it. Yeah. This baseball team just, for whatever reason, this group of guys were not going to be denied this. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know what it was, but the will of this group, it just felt like for a, for a while – that they were going to do whatever it took to get it done, and they did. And now that you've done it, you've told people, you know, 10 to 15 years to 20 years down the line, you can do it at Mississippi State. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, to me, it just, I, I said it whenever State won it that night when we talked. I just feel like it's it's going to open the floodgates here. I, yeah. I really do. Because all we've, all we've ever heard about Mississippi State is, yes, they've won all these SEC championships. They can bring 15,000 people to the games, and uh, they have all these great players, but they've never won it all, and they can't win it all. Well, now you've done it. Yeah. So now all you can do is go win it again. As the guy you replaced would say, you can't win five national titles if you don't win one. Right. So, uh, What does it say about this era of MSU baseball that we've had three players in the last five years that are in the conversation for the best player in program history in Mangum, Rooker, and Tanner Allen? This is a new dynasty era of MSU baseball, the same as, like, say, 81 to 85 were, and then maybe, like, 80, 88 to 90 were, and then 97, 98 had a, a short run. But this is a dynasty era. You've got an SEC title, four, five straight Super Regionals, three straight College World Series appearances, and a national title, and you've had dominant players. You've been putting players into the pros this whole time. Yeah, I, I think this is the last good 10 years, to, starting with 2011 – which wasn't a great year mm-hmm. 
in the regular season. Right. But they went to the Super Regionals, and they were on the cusp of beating number yeah. one Florida in the Super Regionals yeah. to go to Omaha. Since that time, let me think about it, 2011, Super Regionals, 2012, SEC Tournament Champs, 2013, you won, you uh, went to the National Championship. 2014 was a pretty good year. You went to the Regionals. Mm-hmm. That bad year in 2015 was the only year you had that you didn't have success. Right. And then you had 16, 17, 18, 19, this last 21. Five, the, the last four real seasons might be the best four seasons in MSU history. Yeah. I mean, you think if that the 2016 year, the 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 only year other than 17 that you didn't go to the College World Series, mm-hmm. might have been, been the best, best team. team you've had. Still, I mean, it's, it's really funny that most people will tell you the two best teams states ever had, 89 and 16, didn't get on all. Right. So, that's uh, baseball. Yeah, no, you're right. Ben Coker wants to know, would it be possible to get a Thunder and Lightning episode featuring all the past hosts, Bob, Joel, and you, to get their unique perspectives? Well, first off, Bob never hosted a Thunder and Lightning. Let's, let's, let's clean up that verbiage a little bit. It's a B&B show kind of thing. And most of the time, he was looking at his phone, and yeah. you yeah. would have to wake him up. Yeah, I would love to do that. I don't know if it's possible to do. We'd have to probably have to do like a Zoom call. I don't think we'd get us all in a studio. But I, I would be down for it. I don't know if we'll make it happen or not, though. Dogbone33. We sort of answered this, though. What do we think the rotation is going to look like next year? We sort of talked about that on our, on our Monday podcast. But I mean, if I, you said pick three guys right now, I would say Sims, Smith, and Fristro. Although I don't like not having a lefty in there. But yeah. the state just doesn't have the lefties. Yeah, it's it's kind of dependent on if Houston Harding comes back, and also if you go get a guy in the portal, which I think is entirely possible, yeah. or if you get one of these legit lefties that are coming in from high school or junior mm-hmm. college this year. Yeah, if they could make you know yeah. come in and make a difference. Uh, Taylor Burton, I saw Lotan got a deal with Barstool. Who else from MSU has an NIL deal? The only other person that I know of is Al- Ashley Gilliam, who's a women's golfer, and that's the only two people I know about. I saw my Taylor had some kind of deal with okay. someone. Yeah, okay. so uh, things are starting to. I was told today that if you want to deal with an athlete, contact the athlete. Simple as that. So there you go. If, if that if there's one particular athlete I would love to talk to, if he would just open up his DMs, you know, I, so you can slide in. I, I don't want to slide in. I'm just gonna you know just dive very in. respectfully. Be like, hello, sir. I have a business <laughs> opportunity for you. So. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Nelson, how do you think Skip Burtman would do in the current format of the College World Series? That's an interesting point because Burtman was a king of overextending his pitchers. Yeah. And now and we, we've seen the value of keeping your pitchers fresh. I don't know that he would do as well. He wouldn't. And you know, the game's changed, too, offensively. Uh, it's you know, the Offense was uh, at an uptick this year as far as home run is concerned, but the way it's spread out and it – it kind of values pitching and defense a little more at TD Ameritrade. Mm-hmm. You're right. I, I don't think that he would he would fare as well. Right. I think Ron Polk would be would be fine in this yes. day and age. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also wants to know what would you program for MSU's SEC Takeover Day? Well, we sort of talked about that. It would definitely be ma- mainly football. I would put the national championship game on there for sure. Um, for for men's basketball, maybe the. Uh, the the 2004 game against Alabama, yeah, that they won on the road. I'd find that like a women's basketball game, the uh, the South Carolina game from a couple of years ago when the state won here. UConn, but, UConn, yeah, I didn't think about that. That's, yeah, that's going to be, be a go to yeah. every year. And then after that though, it's it's mainly going to be football. It's going to be a couple of egg bowls, you know, from maybe you know from as, as many generations as I can get. I want a Jackie, a Mullen, and I'll take the 19 egg bowl just for the comedy value. Um, you know, I want. 
State LSU 2014, maybe. Um, I want State. Trying to think some Jackie some Jackie games. State um, Auburn ninety nine. Um, the not the a game that doesn't get that I'd never see mm-hmm. and I can't even remember if it was on TV. The Kentucky game in ninety nine. It was on TV. It was at ESPN it, Thursday night. Okay, yeah. why do we never see that? Should be that's a good game to watch. I was at that game. Yeah. I was in the upper deck, so I obviously didn't sit 94 on TV. Ninety four Tennessee, and they yes. won here would be a good one. I mean, there, there's. I would like to see some of the real, like, how, how much footage do we have? Do we have the 86 game at Tennessee? Don Smith going down the sidelines? I'd love and to it see also that. depends on the rights. Do they yeah, have I the rights to put it work, on? I mean, there, there's a lot of great games that we can't watch on there because they were on something Different else. Networks, yeah. CBS. I, which I, I get, but still. Uh, Caleb Garner had a great question, but somebody answered it. Uh, Clay Crowder, when the Vanderbilt. Oh, never mind. This is, he, this is where he. Uh, oh, no, no, never mind. This is a question. When the Vanderbilt right fielder completely gave up on going after that ball in the game three, what do you think was going through his mind when he stared down the fans in right field for a couple minutes? I know it was going through my mind. I turned to John Sokoloff and I said, Vandy's done. They, they had tapped out at that point. Yeah. Uh, Tanner DeYoung, is Arkansas baseball Twitter any less annoying now that we can just say that we're in the club and they aren't? You know, I, I haven't dealt with any Arkansas fans lately. so It's interesting. You know, Arkansas... Arkansas and State's program seemed really similar to me mm-hmm. um, coming into the season. Both of them had been to the College World Series a good bit. Yeah, hadn't won it. Right. Um, and and Arkansas has been right on the cusp, but just can't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. Now they've kind of fallen into Mississippi State territory, where Mississippi State was. Well, you, you always play the best program to not win a national title. Yep. That's Arkansas right now. Yep. It, it it was either Arkansas or Mississippi State. Two weeks ago, and Florida State. I mean, I'm I'm just going to be honest. They've dropped here. off. They have not been really relevant to me in college. Their, their baseball. last, they, they went to the World Series in 19, but that was sort of a that was sort a of magical. We're, we're we're riding the momentum of, of Mike Martin's last season, kind of thing. They didn't belong there. And I've been I I went to Tallahassee in 18, and the atmosphere to me just did not feel like a fan no. base that cared as much as some of these other no, schools like I State. Agree. I agree. So I, I don't really I I think Arkansas has passed Florida State. Oh yeah, for sure. For I sure. mean they they have all those college world series. They're next. Been, they're but, they're the ones that are due now. Yes. Right, yeah. Caleb Rhodes says we can only bring one of these back: Stagger Inn, Old Venice, Bulldog Deli, CJ's Pizza. Stagger in. Yeah, Stagger in's easy. Old Venice. I like Old Venice. I only went to CJ's Pizza's like one time. And I mean, the pizza at Stromboli's and Lost Pizza and Dave's is, is better. Bulldog Deli still exists. It's just called it's, Peppers. It's Peppers, now. yeah. Or McAllister. We, just, have, we have enough the same of those. Stuff. Um, old Ven- I loved Old Venice. Don't get me wrong, but Stagger in is the easy choice here. Uh, let's see here. Alexandra Watson. How many days did it take for it to sink in that Mississippi State had actually won a national title? It took about three or four days for me. Yeah, it, by the it weekend took me, I was ready. I was in. You know, it was it was during the celebration on Friday night for me. Uh, just seeing you know Mississippi State walking to the stadium yeah. holding the trophy. That's when it. That's when it really kicked in for me. And listen, I like. I can hold my like. It, it's I. If Neil McCready's listening to this, oh here we go. I went. I grew up a Mississippi State fan. I graduated from Mississippi State. I worked in media relations in Mississippi State. There's no hiding the fact that my he is listening too. So okay, good. I I am tied to Mississippi State. I did not fall from the sky, and I just started covering Mississippi State sports. So, um, for me, like my emotions are usually held in check. 
Despite that time, he said, I looked like I was at a funeral during the Egg yeah. Bowl, yeah. even though I have this face no matter what. Like, this my face look looks like, like this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I what I'm trying to say is I was never emotional when, that, when everything was happening because I've conditioned myself right. not to get right. emotional. The one time that I got emotional during this whole thing, mm-hmm. and I'm going, going to admit this to the whole world, Ooh. is whenever Bart Gregory announced Jim Ellis. Yeah, at the celebration the other day, when he when he recognized Jim Ellis, someone who I grew up idolizing as a kid, wanting to be like Jim Ellis. If you listen to any of my broadcasts, whenever I'm broadcasting any sporting event, you might hear a little bit a hint of a Jim Ellis there because that's who I have just idolized growing up, mm-hmm. and that is the only thing that made me emotional during this whole thing. Very fair, and I and I will not. Uh, shy away from the fact yeah. that I teared up from that's hearing right. that because that. he, that's a guy that's called over forty years of bulldog baseball. Yeah, he's been to eleven of the twelve college world series, and he finally got a national championship. He deserves it yeah. as much as anybody at this university. I agree. Uh, Kyle Bolware asks, "How long will the high from this national championship last in the baseball program? If state gets kicked from the regionals or supers next year, will we be back to our woe is me?" Attitude, or will we be so happy it won't sting as much? I, I don't think yeah, if they lose in the supers next year, what, what are you going to do? You know, Bill Simmons always says if you win a title, you have a five-year grace period where you really can't complain. You should, but that's not going to be the not going to be the case. But I, yeah, I, say it, losing the super next year, they just lose in the supers. It'll go away uh, pretty quick. <laughs> it'll go away after the first loss. I'm gonna be honest with you. All right, uh, R.J. Sweatman, have you ever had hogshead cheese? Yes. Do you like it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not just a a huge cheese guy, but with other things, I will eat it. Okay. You ever had Dobe spaghetti? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. Okay. What is that? I don't know. It says it's a French spaghetti. Uh, you ever had a Kubion? Uh, no, I don't, I don't right. think so. So we're, I've never had any of these things. So we're obviously ranking hogshead cheese as your favorite then because it's the only one you <laughs> sure. Had. So, so what, what is, what is Kubion? I don't know. Okay. Well, Let's I, look it up. Yeah, it's you go spelled ahead. You go ahead. court bouillon. Okay, hold on here. No, I know a, I know a bu, bu, bouillon cube that you yeah, put yeah. in for flavoring, but I don't know what a court bu, bouillon is off the top of my head. All right, it is a quickly cooked broth. Oh used yeah, for poaching other f- foods. Well, that's like a that's like a bouillon. Like you put in a okay, cube of yeah. bouillon. Yeah, I've had that. All right, well, it sounds good. So they, they have these cubes that you put I in and it flavors. Are. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's the same, similar concept. Or okay, similar but thing. I guess in this case, you probably like actually make like a stock or something. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. Okay. I've had that, and I would I would probably go hoghead cheese. Right. On a recent trip, I made a stopover in a town. Let's call it Montgomery. <laughs> they must be where they send their worst people. Does Mississippi have a town like that, and why is it Oxford? Oh. Yeah. Simple as that. Yes, it's an easy one now. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Alex Hammond. Actually, you know, I'm going to change mine to Madden, Mississippi. Madden? Yes. Where is that? Uh, that is that is just outside of Neshoba County where Leak Academy is located. Not a fan of Leak Academy? Is that Winston and Madden is ride? not really a town. It's a community. Mm-hmm. And for, for, all, for all of my Leak people listening to this, yes. I detest it. <laughs> so is Leak Winston's big, big yes. rival? Okay. And, and I can't tell you the last time we beat them in in something. Oh, that's that, good. That uh, that matters relevant. Okay. So. 
Alex Hammond asks, before the season, some people thought that this year's baseball title would mean more because it would be against better competition because of COVID eligibility. In hindsight, do you think this was true or was that just was it not that different from normal years? It didn't feel that different because everybody was elevated. It's not yeah. like the, the top teams were better than everybody else. I mean, Kentucky and, and was better was, this year than they, they should have been. Yeah, and that. state was state Alabama. was in state had some great talent. Yeah, so. so it doesn't it doesn't feel that different. Uh let's see here. Colton Peterman, in what universe is it possible to never play for an SEC West championship in football, never won a College World Series national title, but still consider yourself the big brother in premier school? The one you're sitting in, buddy. That's where that's where And it's also possible. living rent free in someone's head. Yeah. Because that is the buzzword. You know what though? You can't you don't have to pay rent when you own the house. You should just keep doling that out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure in, in baseball, especially, you know, state owns the house. Yeah, I, I don't think you can. I don't think Ole Miss can say anything about Mississippi State in baseball at this point. I mean, it's going to take a while. Right. Uh, Sheldon Nations. I used to roll my eyes when people say we're about family, but listening to MSU fans talk since Wednesday night, everybody constantly brings up their family. Is it possible that saying that just has a different meaning after you win a title? Here's how I would look at that. What, what I when I say when I roll my eyes when I do about that. It's because we talk about like everybody at MSU is family, but we gripe with each other all the time, like seriously gripe. And you know, somebody like let's just say a football player, if if we woke up tomorrow and Will Rogers tweeted out, "Hey, I'm transferring to Ole Miss," everybody would hate him. Yeah, and also seeing some of the comments towards Christian McLeod and stuff yeah, is unsettling. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so I mean, it's it only seems that way whenever things are going right. When things when are I'm going talking wrong, about my family and MSU sports, I'm talking about my actual family, my dad, my yeah. mom, my 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 cousins, my my you know stuff like that. I'm not talking about Joe Blow fan who happens to also be wearing an MSU shirt. Right. So that's how I look at that. Yeah, I mean some some of the some of the fans this year were just ridiculous in how they acted. Like during the season when things were going bad, mm-hmm. there was something bad that happened. You know, I don't know if that's what you do with family members, but that's just me. Uh, let's see here. Shelby Beach is eleven point seven greater than thirty five. It appears so. It appears to be that way. Uh, At least for two games. Yeah. Have you guys considered going Bischoff and spoiling Steve Robertson's top ten list? How would we spoil them? Uh, giving them out before he, she's saying giving them out before they are posted. I guess. I mean, but if you listen to the podcast, you hear the, the top ten list. So same as us, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think there's a way for us to spoil it. Then when I, I'm only going to do this because he, he numbered it this way. He had question one, question two, and question four. I don't. Yeah. Know where's what, the third? I don't know what question three was. It was too controversial. To be on the air, which of the following are more important in baseball numbers? National championships, beers thrown in the air, or TikTok followers? As we determined earlier, TikTok followers is going to be last, and clearly national championships is first. So I guess it goes without saying, beers thrown in the air. I say beers thrown in the air. It's not second. It's tied for last. But As Brian said, if you are going to throw your beers in there, do it celebrating a national, national championship. Title, not just a home, home runs happen every day. That's right. So uh, Let's see here. Uh, we've already answered that one, I think, from Dalton Lee. So let's get this one. My wife is upset that I teared up after the national title game, but not for other big moments in our relationship. Are my priorities straight? If you're reading this, Bailey, yes, I teared up at our wedding, but I didn't cry. Very good. Uh, yes, your priorities are straight, all right? 
You know, you, you, you do other stuff in your marriage. How often do you win a national title? It's just diff- a, a man and his sport mm-hmm. is just different mm-hmm. than. Uh, that's the only way I can explain it. Yes, it's just a different kind of emotion. I agree. So yeah, just just, just Bailey, let the man slide. All right, it's going to be okay. <laughs> he loves you, it's but Dalton, right. to be safe. You need to go to the jewelry store. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't hurt to go buy something nice. Wash you know? your car or something. Yeah, Bath and Body Works, do something. Brian McDuff, my good friend, did the cameraman start keep showing Brandon Walker because they know he works for Barstool or because they have a history of showing our most repulsive fans? <laughs> Brandon admitted on yesterday's show that he uh, did pay off the, uh, the cameraman in beer. Hey, so. whatever it takes. Yeah. That's great marketing, Brandon. That's a good job. How often do you think about the national championship during the day? Has it changed your perspective on life? I wouldn't say it's changed my perspective, but I do find myself thinking about like I can't believe that. I've literally often. woke I, I've literally woken up every day and and said, "Oh my gosh, the teams I covered yeah. won a national championship. That's incredible." Yeah. All right. Before we get into the second half of the rumblings, let's move on into that. Thanks to our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Don't forget that even though the store on University Drive is closing down, all of Welcome Home Beef's great products are available at Val's Marketplace in Starkville on Highway 12. Everything you've ever gotten at at Welcome Home Beef in the past is available there. Every cut of the cow is there in the butcher counter, and it can be cut to order. If you want a two-inch thick ribeye, they can make that happen, and they've got better prices, and they're passing those savings on to you. So head over to Val's Marketplace here in Starkville or one of the other local markets here in North Mississippi, Collinsville. Uh, it's not really North Mississippi. Bahalia, Corinth, uh, Olive Branch. They're all over the place. And if your local grocer isn't carrying Welcome Home Beef, well, you need to ask them why not. Call Welcome Home Beef today at 662-268-8148 to find out how you can get Welcome Home Beef products in your local grocery store or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. I'm glad to have that back. I didn't have that yesterday. I pointed at Brandon, and he just looked at me like I was an idiot. See? Say, I know, I know, I know. Uh, two Brothers Smoked Meats. We're talking about a place where you throw beer in the air if you win a national title. That would be Two Brothers Smoked Meats. A glorious scene there. And it's always glorious when you go to Two Brothers and you look out at what you've been served. The food is fantastic. The service is top-notch. And it's just such a great location right there in the heart of the Cotton District. Not just barbecue at Two Brothers. It's smoked southern soul food. 621 University Drive. That's Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems has a two-way plan to take care of your business. They're going to provide you with the kind of products and services your business needs to stay profitable with less problems. It's going to be the copiers, the printers, every kind of technological need you've got. Then they're going to back that up with the kind of customer service you would expect from your next-door neighbor. And that's what Advantage Business Systems is. They are a neighbor business. They have been in Mississippi their entire Uh, existence nearly 50 years and they've been helping out people just like you you can't stay in business as long as they have if you're not taking care of your customers why don't you call them and find out what they can do for you the number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com find out how advantage business systems will help your business do business uh alex barham wants to know who are we for sure losing off the baseball team due to eligibility or the draft so tanner allen rowdy jordan gone will bednar gone and then that's the only ones that are like I would say are for sure. Scotty DeBrule. Scotty DeBrule is, is out. Yeah. Carlisle um, Kessler. Carlisle Kessler. Riley Self. Riley Self. Spencer Price. Let me pull up this roster here. I mean, um, so, I mean, yeah, you're obviously going to lose the seniors, the guys that yeah, were, Houston had Hardy. no, yeah, the guys that had no eligibility, um, at all. But as far as guys that you know c- could leave that still have another year left. 
you got a chance to to keep most of this roster. I think Christian McLeod's probably gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, you know, I've heard Preston Johnson's going to return. I think Braylon Skinner's going to return next year. Houston Harding is still up in there. From what I was told the other day, it's kind of one of those deals. You know, if he gets drafted, I think he goes. If he doesn't, I think he's going to stay. He's mm-hmm. kind of keeping his options open there, mm-hmm. and that would be. I can't tell Massive. you how big that would be. To have a left-hander in that, in that starting rotation. A left-hander, first and foremost, a and a guy with experience. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not he's not going to come out there and blow the doors off of you, 95 from the left side. Though. Yeah, but he he just competes, and that's what you need. We saw that with Will Bednar as well. But, okay, well, that sort uh, of answers the next question. What are the odds of Harding coming back? What about Preston yeah. Johnson? I I think that Preston Johnson is going to return. Okay, he's a, he's a sophomore eligibility wise, so, so he's still got leverage. Yeah, he can yeah. still have leverage next year, so it makes sense for him to come back. Yeah, he could be the guy who, if Sims becomes the starter, could transition into being the closer. Or he could be a starter. He could be. He showed you gave you gave four innings the other night. That, he was a starter. Yeah, you know, back in the day, he was a starter. So. Yeah. And, and he We're seemed to be Stone better. Simmons out of that discussion too of guys who could be the that, starter. And, and I think Stone's going to make a big jump next yeah, year. I There's agree. so many guys that you didn't see. Casey Hunt, yeah, guys that you didn't see an, enough of this year that I think are going to make a big jump next year. I agree. Any word if Brad Compass is even considering focusing solely on baseball? He could be a huge asset for the next year or two if he could. At the end of the day, football is paying his scholarship. It's yeah. just difficult to walk away from that. I think you know that, and I just think he wants to play SEC football. Yeah, I mean that's just what he wants to do. But man, if if you could at least get a summer in, in, in a collegiate league, you know, I mean, I, I just think he just needs extended at bats. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tara wants to know how excited are we to be the first school to have back-to-back College World Series championships uh, come June 2022? Well, State would not be the first school to have back-to-back College World Series championships. No. South Carolina won back-to-back. USC won like eight in a row back in the 70s, in the 60s and 70s. It's crazy. I think LSU is back-to-back in there somewhere. Was it 97? I think that's right. 97, 98, maybe? It's it's in there. It's in there somewhere. Let me me double-check that. Yeah, I mean, there's been been some multiple national championships. 96, 97, they were back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these teams, like, when the, the talent... And the you know the parity was just not very good in baseball. A lot of these teams went on a run for several years. Um, it's just so hard to do that now. Uh, Pirates of Mississippi State had a great question, but somebody answered it. Uh, John Jeffrey Nelson, who hits the most home runs for MSU baseball next year? Uh, I'm going to go with Logan Tanner. I'm going to go with Logan Tanner. Kellum James Clark, right behind him. Kellum Clark is my number two guy. Yeah, I could see that too. All right. Best chicken wings you've ever had? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I don't know. Really? I, I do. I know I, the answer. For I that. don't I don't have something just on top of my head. Oh, like, I man, I remember I that. What's yours? It's in Oxford, Southern Coop. They, see, I, I've never been there yet. They are. It's crazy that you would think like Oxford, Mississippi would have that. And I've never been up north. I've never been to Buffalo or anything like that. But the wings at Southern Coop are fantastic. Really, really good. MSU Natty, who I assume they just started the Twitter account less than a week ago. Or it's your daughter, one of the two. I don't uh, think she's able to tweet just yet. Maybe she's just passing this information along. If there was only one school in Mississippi, do you think that one school would be a perennial championship contender in football? Yes. Yeah. If you, I mean, I think about State and Ole Miss this year. If you could put State and Ole Miss together, yeah, you've got a – I don't know about this year, but like – 
2018, when State had the number one defense in the nation, and they could have rolled out Tamu with A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf and uh, Dawson Knox, and who was the other receiver on that the team? DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lodge. Lodge. And you've got Ke- Kylan. Van Jefferson was on that team, too, I believe. No, he was, he's, he's already transferred to Florida okay. at that point. But then you've got Aris Williams and Kylan Hill in the backfield, and, and, and you combine it. You know, Greg Little is your left tackle with – with the, with Elton Jenkins and Deion, I mean that's a that's a team that would have beaten Alabama. I've always said if if State and Ole Miss were together, they would be LSU. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, that would be what LSU is. I and agree. and I think that that goes to the other sports too. I think they would be a, a dominant baseball program. They would be incredible. Basketball would be really good too. I mean, it's just a shame that this happened so long ago because this state doesn't need two big universities. And that's three. Yeah. It doesn't need that, but... What this state should do, what it should have been done, if we had any foresight, was one university, and as far as the historic, the HBCUs, just one. Yeah. If they combine Jackson State, Mississippi Valley, and Alcorn, that's another dominant team. There's just too many universities Mississippi that are Valley should for... not exist. And I get that they have proud alums. I mean, Jerry Rice and Will, I get it. But that university loses money. Yeah. I mean, you can't have that. These, all these universities shouldn't have to be fighting for the same resources. Mm-hmm. And the state doesn't have enough to yeah. do that. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, Tanner Marlin says, who is the next team that's in line, or next sport that's in line to win a national championship? By the way, all you people who are saying Chip and Natty, I will not go there with you. It's a I'm national not, cha- I don't like that. that, that that's thing. Tanner. I know who Tanner is, but I'm not saying Chip, and I'm not saying Ship, and I'm not saying uh, Natty. Natty. Natty is your daughter's name. That's, yes. all, that's all I'm doing. But the answer to that question, gosh, it's probably still baseball. There, nobody else is, is is in the 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 the. It's not even in the mirror, mirror for them. If you're going with if you're going with just a sport uh, that's not baseball, mm-hmm. it's probably still women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Just because they've had the recent success, and if they do get the right people in place and all that, we'll know, they can still they can. We'll still know win. that at the end of the season. Probably if so. she if she bounces back big, okay, you're you're all right. But just from not even you know. It, even if Nikki's not able to do do it, mm-hmm. we know that Mississippi State can compete yeah, for a national championship in women's basketball. Nathan McQuarrie, would you trade the national championship for Tanner Allen winning best catcher in the, in the nation? Asking for an Ole Miss fan. How dumb is that guy? That guy is really dumb. Luke Vauders is his name, right? And then just to, con- just to and continue kept it going. digging, and he, he would not I don't stop. follow the team. You follow them on Twitter. Oh, I don't remember doing that. You don't remember that? You don't remember seeing their tweets in your timeline all year? And now Twitter's just automatically following people for yes, you, apparently. So he yes. had to go and follow Arkansas and, and all these Vanderbilt people. And, and you, else. too, apparently. Yeah, so. so, whatever. Uh, Parker Blair. Replay review by officials takes way too long in every sport, and they still seem to get it wrong half the time. If you were the czar of sports for a day, what would your solution to this problem that seems to puzzle so many higher-ups? What would it be? This is my solution. All right, first off, the whole... You have to have indisputable evidence to overturn the call on the field. You're out. If we're going to replay, we don't have a call on the field. We don't have a call on the field. And then you have 90 seconds. You can look at that replay enough in 90 seconds to get it done. And after 90 seconds, make a decision and we'll all live with it. Yeah. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. But at least at that point, you know, you should be able to look at a replay and tell. That's the problem is so many times we're like, I think he's safe. But they called out on the field. No. Now it's, I think he's safe. Yeah. Makes that, sense? We, we've, I think we might need to cut down on what you can review. There's there's something to that, too, yeah. I, at some point, there's got to be the human element that comes into play. Mm. And, I mean, 
I know it infuriates people like that stupid strike call that Kumar Rocker got the other day from Perry yeah. Costello that was two feet inside. It was closer to close. hitting Tanner Allen than it was to being a strike. I mean, that stuff is infuriating, so we're not reviewing that stuff, mm-hmm. but we're reviewing other, like, bang-bang plays at first base. Yeah. So uh, we need to get a hold on that, and I can't deal with the let's huddle up and talk about it for five minutes and then go look at the yeah. review. I can't deal with that. Right. And how about the pitch ca- the pitch clock thing the other day? How ridiculous was that? It was it was rough. Even though it affected Have you Bain ever and, seen that at no. Mississippi State? No. I've never seen that in force. And this is in the national championship game. I mean, come on. I've never seen that in force, but I for agree. some reason it was in force in every single game. Right. Linton Gilmer asks, is a football national title the only thing that can top baseball? Yes. For Mississippi State, winning in basketball would not have the same – baseball would be more important. And football – uh, and no matter what anybody says about this being a baseball school and all that, football would infinitely trump baseball mm-hmm. in the national yeah, cha- in winning a national championship. But it, it did feel special for Mississippi State to get it. It felt like this this was the sport that needed to get it I first. Agree. You know, uh, Brogan Fairchild says, "Hey, Dad, your Ric Flair entrance on Sports Talk was awesome. Were there any other wrestlers you thought about being instead of the Nature Boy? I can only do two. I could Flair wasn't really an impression, but I, I know enough of his promos to make that work. I could have done Dusty Rhodes, but that would have been like if State had lost, right? To do Hard Times or something like that, you know. And, and then like The Rock would have been one thing, but I don't look like The Rock. I can't do the eyebrow. That so. was the correct thing to do. I think Flair was the way to go. Yeah, the over obnoxious, yeah, spoiled guy. Plus, he's the champ. That's right. You know. Uh, how do I get Will Boyd all the blue moon he can drink? He's on Twitter. I, I know he's. I know he's. He said he wasn't, but he clearly is. Um, what effect will NIL have on recruiting, if any? I think it's going to be minimal because you a you can't sign a deal as a recruit, and businesses for the most part are going to want their brands represented by known commodities. And yeah, if you're a five star guy who signs with Alabama, you're pretty known. But are you more known? than the players that are already on the team winning national titles. And another thing, just like you mentioned, that people seem to forget is you're you're not offering kids money to commit to your school. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. Right. I, and I know that you can have that incentive in place, like, hey, if you come here, we can get you a deal with this car dealership or something. Right. But, but everybody's going to have those available. Right. So I... I don't think it's going to be you – know, people – I've seen people throw out, this is the end of college football, this is the end of Mississippi State football as we know it. Like, that Like that stuff is uh, just a tad bit overblown if I had to pinpoint it. Lakers are finalizing a deal to send Kimball – to get Kimball Walker. He's still playing, huh? Yeah. Okay. They're going to trade him to the Thunder for Kuzma and a first-rounder. Okay. I like that. Kimball Walker's a good player. Uh, Hunter Manis. We saw what Will Bednar's talent in the regular season. You knew he had stuff. Have you ever seen anyone someone flip a switch like that? He went from really good to bulldog legend very quickly. The answer to that is yes, and it's it's quite different though. He went from being not good at all to bulldog legend, and that's Cole Gordon. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I, I that happened that over the course of a game. Remember the Oklahoma game? Uh, the the first game of that regional where State got shelled. Yes. Cole Gordon got shelled in that game. He didn't pitch against Florida State the next day. Came back. Came back and was unhittable the remainder of his career at Mississippi State. He did. He he had a big game against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He had a big game against Vanderbilt in that uh, Super Regional. Mm-hmm. Came back, pitched, 
pitched well, I believe, in relief in the College World Series. And the yeah. next year, he was really good. Really good, yeah. And uh, he's pitching pretty well now. He's, he's, he's in, in double A. a. Yeah. So, he and Mangum are on the same team. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the that's Rumble Ponies. There. Yeah, that that's a guy that's that's comparable. Although Bednar is on a little bit different level because right. he did it in the College World Series, yeah. and he's going to be a first round pick. And, and you knew he had. There was a time where like Cole Gordon was just like uh, he was sort of like sort of like the Gerardo for the first few years. Gerardo is another example of that. Gerardo, I would I would probably say Gerardo over Cole Gordon. Yeah, Gerardo went from Gerardo came into the game because you were down ten and you just needed to pitch somebody to get through the game. I mean, I, it was he did not BP, ever pitch meaningful innings, which, and then all of a sudden he became unhittable. You have to give. Butch Thompson credit, credit for that because he changed his arm slot to to a three quarter arm slot yeah. and it changed everything. They just could not pick it up. Yeah. Big Phil says, and sort of asked, we answered this question a little earlier, but I want to address it again. With us being able to completely take over Omaha, do you see the dude being able to hold twenty five thousand in the next five years? Think about that though. Think about a twenty five thousand seat baseball stadium on a Tuesday night against yeah. Southern. I mean, you have it's like just three thousand people in there. It's it's not yeah, feasible. It's, you don't you don't want that you don't want that big of a stadium. I mean, I think about like if Creighton's playing at TD Ameritrade. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's no good. Thirty thousand. I mean, you you probably need some some temporary seating somewhere because it's just not it's not fun. Nobody wants to come stand for four hours in those regionals. But as far as just you know building stands, you can't do I, that. Yeah, that's a waste of time. Jack Taylor asks, if amp is short for amplifier, does that mean lamp is short for lamplifier? No. No. I think lamp's just lamp. Also, amp is not necessarily short for amplifier. It's also isn't it called an ampere, isn't that what the, uh, the, 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 like, the electrical charge is called? That is over my head. Okay, then. I don't know. I, I, thought, it was a, I thought it was just amplifier, but no. you, you might be right. Sure. You're uh, smarter than I am. That's not entirely true. Uh, let's see here. Now we're getting into a bunch of stuff here. That got a lot of questions. Brad Haynes. I'm a little biased, but Aaron Downs is another new name to add to your list from the podcast the other day from no newcomers who could contribute. Which of our signings do you feel will lose to the draft? I think it's going to be, for sure, uh, Bruns. Uh, well, there's some chatter okay. that he has a pretty high number. Okay. So, now, if you, I don't want to get anybody's hope, hopes up on that because I still believe he's going to go. Mm-hmm. But... You get somebody like that, and you've got a stud. And there's some chatter on Andrew Walling that he might come to school. Mm-hmm. The the left hander used to be at Oregon State, yeah, because he's kind of a middle round guy, five six rounds, yeah. Um, but the guys to keep an eye on, I think, in the in the first few rounds are Jordan McCants, mm-hmm. who I think is probably going to go no matter what, right? Uh, James Wood, mm-hmm. not the ooh piece of candy guy, right? Um, the IMG Academy guy. <laughs> uh, Brian, if we ever need to capture James Woods again, remember this because it has literally worked twice. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Um, so, Jordan McCants, James Wood, Andrew Walling, Maddox Bruns, and who else? There's another guy, yeah. I can't remember who it is. Um, I'm forgetting. Uh, but anyway... I think regardless, you're going to get some studs to campus in this class, especially especially hitting wise. And yes, we did forget about um, Aaron Downs. Aaron yeah. Downs. So let me ask you this: Jack Walker, National Pitcher of the Year from Perfect Game, not a draft risk though. No, because he's kind of a tweener. He's he's not a big guy. He's not throwing 95. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the National 96. High School Pitcher of the Year. He had one of the best seasons of anybody in high school baseball. Yeah, he was 
untouchable. He had an earn run what average. I, what I read about him is that his fastball has the kind of movement you'd expect from a wiffle ball. So I, I've there, he's my favorite player in the class, okay. bar none. He's been my favorite player since he was a sophomore. So I've tweeted out his video a few times. There's a, there's a guy behind home plate filming it from like Perfect Game or something. The ball is just jumping, and that's what makes him so tough to hit. I mean, the the velocity is 92, 93 maybe, which is per, which is good. But it's not that. It's the movement that he has on it. He throws four or five pitches. He is a stud. Okay. And that, that's a big-time pickup. But mm-hmm. to answer the question that was asked at the very beginning, Andrew Walling, Maddox Bruns, Jordan McCants, and James Wood, for sure, the guys you need to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. I, okay. I think they get the rest of the class. And it's a, it's a solid class. Okay. And have- this, this is going to be pretty much Lamonis's first class. Yeah, his first real class. Yeah. yeah. We all have someone we wish we could have been with when State won the title. I wish my brother, dad, and I could have been together. Who are those people for you? We're, let's, let's stick to people who are alive. Yeah. Okay? Uh, I would have liked to have been with my cousins, Marty, uh, not Marty, uh, Stephen and John, the Augustinelli brothers. That would have been fun to be with them. I would have liked to have been with my friends, the Nelsons, and my friend McDuff. Uh, that would have been, and Nathan, Nathan Cummins. That would have been fun. And uh, but more, Also, I would have liked to have been with you guys. I'd yeah. Like to be with, I would have liked to have been in the press box when everybody had left, and just those that 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 core group of MSU guys there, and to be with you and Joel and Steve, and we could have all just been like, you know, Neil, if you're listening, first off, I hate you. Secondly, we could have all just been like, we did it, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just hard for us to not get excited about it's something not, yeah. like this because you invest so many hours and. So, I spent money out of my pocket to go on that trip. I've followed this team since I've been on this beat. And that goes beyond just being a fan. I mean, I've invested a ton of time. Steve's invested a ton of time in this team. We've gone on the road Mm -hmm. with this team. We've seen them, you know, literally grow up. So it's hard to just sit there and just not feel something from that and feel some satisfaction. Yeah, I don't agree. Colton Watson says, I recently, he asked seven questions, Colton. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> uh, I recently waited 16 hours outside the stadium for tickets did not exist on a scale of 1 to 100. How stupid was this decision? It turned out to be a 1 because you became a legend and you got free seats from Dave Portnoy. Oh, was that Colton that yes. was out there? Yes. Yeah, so it, that was a, t- well, you, I mean, you got legendary yeah. status. It was yeah, a great you, decision. It, it worked out. Yeah. And I think they were on the lower level too. They're like, the yeah, yeah, they had good seats. Yeah, from what it looked like. The congratulations, Colton. That was pretty big. What is the most time and effort you have put into something that has gone totally wasted? My marriage. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> his face. His eyes got really big, y'all. That was really funny. <laughs> oh. She's not listening anyway. Oh, um, man. I'm trying to think. You know, I mean, honestly, it's probably college. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't study to become a, a, a sports talk radio guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess I needed a, a degree. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, it was like it wasn't my degree that got me the job I got. Yeah. It was the work that I would have exactly. been doing. Um, Colton says he's. I mentioned that I wanted to try Andaman Thai. Don't hesitate; it's absolutely delicious. I need. To, I'm going to go do. It. I think I'm going to do this with some Thai wings this week. Is, is that the one by Rick's or is it the one by George? Sherman? That's the one by George Sherman. Okay, my wife's been there and she loves that place. Okay, I need to go check it out. I've never really had Thai food. We should so. go do it one day. Let's, let's go I'll give try it a try. It. I'll try it. And then last one from Colton. 
Is Tanner Leggett a threat to lock down second base? We haven't talked about Tanner Leggett. Possible? That's It's a possibility. I think it's going to be the guy that has the best bat. Davis Mesh, Leggett, um, you know, one of the guys come, one of the newcomers coming in. If, if you know, Jordan McCants comes to school, I mean, that's an obvious guy yeah. for a middle infield spot. Yeah. So I, I think the fall is going to determine that, whoever's hitting the best. I agree. Rob Hadaway, the Lord once famously told us not to forgive our brother seven times, but 70 times seven. So at this point, how far down the road to 490 is the Clarion Ledger? <laughs> They're coming up on the end, in my opinion. They don't have a whole lot left. Uh-oh. Let's see here. Wilson Farrell, not that we should expect a championship every year, but have the expectations for baseball changed? If so, how? I, I, I talked about this on, uh, I think maybe it's either this podcast or on Sports Talk Mississippi. I said, you know, again, you can't say you expect to win the national title, but there is a, there's a situation now for Lamonis, right, where if four years from now we haven't won a national another national title, you can say, well, what's the problem? You, yeah. can, you can fire a coach for not winning a national title. It's getting to that point, like LSU, they haven't won a national championship since 2009, and that's that fan base is, is kind of getting, not kind of, they're restless yeah. at this point. Um, and they're, now they've got Jay Johnson, they got some great recruits, so the pressure's back on yeah. over there. So anytime you win a national championship and you've proven you can do it, your expectations, expectations now shift They jump that. up a notch. Yeah. Now, now fans need to be realistic depending on what yeah. the roster looks like. You know, mm-hmm. If this roster isn't capable of winning a national title that particular season and they're in transition year, then yeah. you can't hold you know, somebody responsible for that um, unless you, you, you want to say that they didn't recruit well enough or whatever. But, yeah. yeah, expectations, I think, have definitely shifted from you need to be hosting Super Regionals and going to the College World Series to, okay, you need to start winning some national championships. Yeah. Uh, dear old state, how much do you miss not having Brandon Walker on the beat? What I would say is this. Brandon's my friend, so I miss him the same that I sort of miss Will Salmon, Ben Waite, Bob. I might maybe miss Bob a little bit more. But all those guys, you know, they were they were my friends, and I, 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 I'm glad they're, they're, they're successful. But obviously, selfishly, I miss them being around. But that said, what Brandon is doing is far better for him and far better for Mississippi State than anything he could do here. And I'll say, like, he's a completely different person than whenever he was on the beat. Yeah. Like, he was kind of – he wasn't this this kind of personality. No, he didn't he – like, was, it wasn't as, as, as far out there. I, I think I feel part like of that he, developed when he was at SEC country. It did. And he, he had his own pocket. And he started – He you, became a fan more so you, than the Well, not only that, not only that. When you do something that's – tell, and I've sort of felt this from doing the uh, – we have the live feed now of Sports Talk Mississippi, right? When you have to be on camera and people can see your mannerisms and stuff, you develop more. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, the Ric Flair thing that I did doesn't play that well just on audio. You really needed to see me in, in the suit with the sunglasses and, like, putting my cheap watch up like it was a Rolex. You took and it up a notch. I, exactly. You can't just do that. So him being on camera every day and being and working with different people, that, that, that sort of built up his personality a little bit. Yeah, and but you're you're exactly right, and you know there's a lot of people that don't like Brandon being the spotlight because of his language and things like that. But the fact of the matter is, he has more eyeballs on Mississippi State than there were before he got there, because the bar stool following is astronomical, and you know he had that and he had most of that fan base behind Mississippi State for the national championship. 
and that's just invaluable for Mississippi State from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Rob Hadaway. From 1964 through 1981, Ole Miss had more College World Series appearances than any other pre-expansion SEC team. What happened? That's a great question. Ole Miss used to be really good at baseball. And they still are really good, but they used to be like they, – they showed up in Omaha, and now they don't. How many do they have? Four or five? Something like that, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know what the answer is to that, but they went through a major drought. And what's crazy is this is probably – they're, this is probably the best shape their program's ever been in mm-hmm. uh, with Mike Bianco. He just can't get to Omaha for whatever reason. Um, and I think part of it is that is the pitching philosophy. I mean, the teams that are pitching the best at the end of the year are usually the ones that have the best shot um, because, the, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys that get worn down at the end of the season. Mississippi State had the best pitching in the country at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And and then their their offense came around too. Yeah. So, uh, Jarrett Savell, what are, who are the potential transfers you're eyeing for the 2022 baseball team? I don't think we can talk about certain players, but what positions? Middle infield for sure. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, you know, second base. Um, I would just I think say outfield. If you, if you get a great shortstop in, you can move Forsyth or right. something like that. Yeah, which man, that I don't know many guys that are that are going to be better. No, I don't either, but you know, Zach Nito would be the guy that I would talk about. Right, yeah. but I don't think he's going to go in. That's no. that's just kind of a guy that we threw around. Because like, he was there. His family enjoyed yeah, his trip, exactly. and we started saying, you know, he was... Exactly. I think people have latched on to that and yeah. think he's going to jo- join. Not. I don't know many guys. I mean, baseball recruiting is so weird. So it just kind of pops yeah. up. So, middle infield, left-handed pitching. Left-handed pitcher. And then, um, if you can find... You, know, you can't ever have enough, like, big bats. If you find somebody with... With real like that Barry kid who just went to uh, LSU from Arizona, obviously yes. he went there because his coach went there. But if he had wanted to come to Mississippi State, you find room for him. How about the dude uh, from Sanford going to Auburn? Yeah, the big guy. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah good for him. Hope they got their their shirts are a little looser over there. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Doc Fogarty wants to know how many children do you expect from nine months from now to be named Rowdy or Tanner in this state? Lots. Yeah. Well, Tanner especially—that's a popular name anyway. Rowdy. I'd be interested to see if they're just named Rowdy or they go the same route and they just nickname. I already know someone who's naming their kid Rowdy before this College World Series. Well, there you go. Matt Black sent us this question back in March, but it confirms that him getting married was the key to winning the championship. Do I deserve a ring? Since my wife and I left for our honeymoon, State has thrown a no-hitter, had four consecutive shutouts, another walk-off. Basketball team has beaten Kentucky for the first time in over a decade. Is me getting married the key to State winning a national championship, the Braves winning a World Series, and State beating Alabama in football? Well, let's see what the other two things happen. If the Braves win the World Series and State beats Alabama in football, then yes, you deserve a ring at that point, for sure. You're calling your shot. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's see here. What's going on here? The Big Doghouse says we're going to discuss sports, less wrestling, please. People send in questions, dude. We just answer them. Okay, so, and... and, and you don't like it? And if you don't like it, now I want to talk more wrestling. Yeah. That's that's my personality. Like it or don't like it, learn to love it. The, the people that complain about things, that makes me want to do it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh... Okay, Josh Patrick. It was Jake, then it was Tanner. So many questions. Who is the guy next year? Uh, Cameron James. Logan Tanner. I, I can see that too. Yeah. I think the Cameron pitchers James. Don't count, otherwise, it would be Landon Sims. I think Cameron James is going to take 
a major jump. He's got a chance to be drafted high. Mm-hmm. He's going to have that in the back of his mind. I I really, you know, I think I think he can bat 320, 330, hit 15 to 18 bombs, lead the team in RBI. I I think he's going to have a huge year. And he gets a chance to develop some more defensively. He really yeah, came on late in the season. I agree. One of the weirdest Twitter names we've gotten here, her baby's daddy, asks. All right. Elon Musk thinks his Neuralink will one day be able to allow us to relive memories, including all the senses. The only way I would get one is to be able to relive Omaha 21 over and over. What would make you give Elon Musk ultimate control over your mind? Dude, that, like, reliving that day would be way down. I would like to relive some days with my family that have passed away. <laughs> yeah. All the senses, you say? All There are some certain days of my life I might like to relive, if you know what I'm saying. All the senses? <laughs> I didn't go any further than that. I know Robbie's mom is listening. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there are plenty of days. Now, that said, I don't like the I'll idea just watch of giving the, over my mind to somebody, but I, there are plenty of days in my life I'd like to relive. I'll just watch the national championship over. I can, I, can just, yeah, I can just watch that. It's not any different, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Rob Montgomery, am I crazy in thinking that Texas and Notre Dame were both better than Vanderbilt? No, you're not. No. I think they both were. They were. I don't Notre think Vanderbilt Dame was 100% very good. deserved to be a national seed. Yeah. Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt's regional and super regional were not mm-hmm. difficult. No. Uh they didn't they weren't playing I was never really blown away by their offense. I didn't understand their offensive numbers. That they were like one of the top offenses in the SEC and it just didn't make sense to me cuz I wasn't all that impressed. And by the end of the year, man, they were not good offensively. No. And Rocker was was really not the same down the stretch. I agree. Uh let's see here. Rob Chittam, when is the appropriate time to ease up on the boasting of this national championship? Never. I mean, if you're talking to Ole Miss fans, when they win one? Yeah. Here we go. Pick two, leave one from our friend Gil Manclang. Major League, Bull Durham, and Field of Dreams. Uh, Wasn't a big Field of Dreams guy. Ooh, I'm yeah. going to go Major League That's two and in a row. Bull Durham. Two what? co-hosts in a row that don't like Field of Dreams. I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna put that on the resume. I'm put that on the application next time. Like well, I like I like Bull Durham a little more. I, I would vote Bull Durham out. That's mine. Okay. Corn, potatoes, or beans. So I had uh, diverticulitis, and I'm still scared to eat corn. So even though they've told me that it doesn't affect you, like they what said, does it do if you have diverticulitis? I almost what, it there. what does diverticulitis do? What does it have to do with corn is what I'm asking. Um, well, I was always told that things that are difficult to digest, ah, okay. it's it makes it tougher on you. I me. got you. Okay. So, but several doctors have told me that all that d- is not true, but okay. I still have not tried it since. But I would go potatoes and beans anyway, probably. I'm going corn and potatoes. Uh, potatoes, obviously, so versatile. There's different. Yeah. And then I just like corn better than beans. Coach Carter, white men can't jump. Hoosiers. Uh, Hoosiers is definitely in. Yeah. And then I I like Coach Carter. Coach Carter's a good movie. White Man Can't Jump. They're just different movies. One's yeah, funny and one's, one's like a, a real... Hoosiers is one of my favorite sports movies ever. Yeah. So. Okay. On a road trip, no snacks, AM radio only, AC stays at 76 degrees. Oh. Okay. The AC is definitely not... Ma- it's done. Yeah. yeah. That's going down. That's out. That I mean, that's Can I get easy. a drink? Says no snacks, but can I stop and can I have a cup yeah? I mean, well, the road trip you need you need a water you need you to keep have your at least kidneys a drink, flushed. right? Yeah. So, AM radio. I mean, we could find a sports talk channel probably. Well, I'll just turn it off and just yeah. we'll just talk to my. Even friends. if I've got to leave it on, I can find an ESPN find radio. Yeah. 
Cornbread, biscuits, Texas toast. This is so easy for me. Biscuits and Texas toast. Yeah, cornbread is out. Not even close. Another one from Her Baby's Daddy. No, you know what? We've, we've answered enough Ole Miss questions, unless I find a really funny one. <laughs> um, Jim Quinn wants to know, how does Bob Carsketten have a blue check mark and I don't? I made him famous. I did not make Bob famous. Bob, Bob was already famous when he came on board with me. I've applied for a uh, verification. We'll see if I can get it. I haven't done that yet. I, I did apply to be on Cameo. Really? Yeah. I've, I talking to Brandon Walker. He said I should do it. He said somebody will do. Somebody, somebody will, will send me it. some money to do. And yes. I'm like, oh, you're probably right. And I'm, I'm. He says he's made like five grand this year. Oh my gosh. On Cameo. He yeah. says, you, and you can you get like they send you the request. You can knock out like twenty in a day. Yeah, I mean it's simple. Just know, sit there like with your phone seconds, and yeah. say hello. Yeah, exactly. Happy birthday. Exactly. So. The greatest one I ever saw that was Mark McGrath when he was like breaking up with oh, somebody. Oh, yeah, that was great. I've always heard that was ri- that was uh, scripted though. Oh, well, yeah, that's, I know. It, that it makes hurts. it less. Jake Lee wants to know: Now that we have a championship, are we closing the gla- the gap with Coastal Carolina? Yeah, finally. I think State has finally caught up with Coastal Carolina. Finally, yeah. That was one of the teams that like it, it was just really frustrating to see that they had a national championship and not Mississippi State, especially that 2016 season when State was so good. I wasn't going to answer Mangum Cafe's question, but then somebody answered it, and he he gave a funny rebuke, so I'll do it. What was the last thing Tanner Allen said to the mic at the dude celebration? He gave a good old go to hell and miss, did he not? He did. Oh, good man. Oh, let's see. That guy has just, I, I guess when when the final out was recorded, he said, I'm gone from here, and I'm ready to just unleash I'm, I'm, I've had it. I've had it, and I'm going to. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take it anymore. I mean, the the I think what got him was the, when they made fun of his pants. Yeah, that was that was the that last, was the last, the last straw. straw. Rich Maddox, why was Ta wearing a gray shirt and almost everyone else had a white shirt at the parade? I haven't I haven't really understood what that was about. I think it might have been graduates, yeah. but maybe not. I saw Scotty had DeBrule, the special limited edition SEC Player of the Year shirt. Yes. Well, I saw Scotty DeBrule wearing one mm-hmm. and a couple other guys. I don't know what the what the answer is to that, but there were other players wearing gray. Okay. Ian Ladner, how is Carl Ravitch constantly talking about no hits allowed, not getting more heat? So I talked to Richard Cross about that. thought this. about that last night, too. And he said, basically, when you're in that position, your job is to inform. Your job is, you got to, if somebody, you need to be able to say it so that somebody's coming like, hey, what's going on here with this game? They know, oh, there's a no-hitter going on? That might keep them tuned in. So it's it's not his job not to jinx. I don't I, I take the play-by-play announcer out of the jinxing loophole. And I think he said it like two or three innings. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he just said it and immediately gave it the hit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I try not to do it because I don't want to hear it from the fans. I don't. I never do it. I don't want to yeah. see it in my mentions. Yeah. I will only, but I, I will reverse jinx it. If somebody's no hitter, oh, yeah. I'm all about saying, wow, no hitter. I've done that too. Uh, I did that against, I did that for Virginia. I did, day. yeah, yeah. Uh, one more from Ian Ladner here. What was your favorite moment from Omaha? That's a, that's a good question. I mean, um, obviously the, the dog pile was, was a big deal. One of my favorite moments was Tanner Leggett, just because. That's an incredible moment. I mean, just the fact that you brought in two guys that were former junior college teammates. Mm-hmm. They came off the bench 
not entirely cold because Leggett had already been in the game, but mm-hmm. Braylon Skinner comes in there and steals second to get in position, and then Tanner, Tanner Leggett drives him in. It was just an incredible moment. And then the three-run home run from Tanner Allen was great, too. Yeah. And in the, in the actual series, there was nothing just super dramatic about it. I mean, all three games were blowouts. So, I mean, the greatest thing about the series was just winning it all. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Hamill. Rank these logos for MSU Athletics. I skipped one here. I'll come back to it. M over S, the new M State, the Croom era men's state, M State, the Nike interlocking MSU, MSU that looks like MSJ, the flying M, the banner Mississippi State. Croom era is the last. Yeah. Uh, M over S is first. Sure. Banner MSU is second for me. Okay. Uh, flying M is third. Okay, sure. Interlocking MSU is fourth. The Nike one? Yes. Okay. And then the, the, new, M, the new M State will be after that, I think. Okay. And then I'm going to go MSJ and then Crumera. All right. Yeah, I'll go with that. That works for me. Also, what's your favorite Bulldog emblem we've ever had? I love the Bulldog on all fours with the tongue hanging out. Yeah, Walking that. Bully is, is one of my favorite Love it. It's old school. But I love the uh, the bully swinging the bat from the... Oh, that's a good one. The diamond dog bully. Yes. Yeah, I like that. But the the walking bully is is my number one, just for nostalgia purposes. Yeah, Double A, Andy Atkinson, the enforcer. There you go. Very important question here. Baseball team decided early in the season to no longer wear the Sunday blacks. They won the national title. Coincidence? Unfortunately, I say yes. They, they flipped the jinx. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was actually, you know... A good thing, mm-hmm. uh, and then it kind of flipped. Yeah. Scott Upton says, he asked this a couple weeks ago, wants to ask it again, is Lamonis now the all-time greatest coach at Mississippi State? That That's something that I keep going through because I just it's, it's hard to put him ahead of Ron Polk considering what Ron Polk accomplished over time mm-hmm. and what he did for college baseball. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, he brought the school's first national championship. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to say it yet. It's just year three. I'm not. I'm not ready to say it just yet. I'm not one of those. I know you are. I'm not one of those. Just says you know, the national championship is the end all be all for baseball. Mm-hmm. I, I think you do have to consider some other things. But he is definitely trending upward. He's the, the fastest to 100 wins, two 50 win seasons in in three years, uh, and one of those years. Didn't even count, pretty much. And the national championship. I mean, he's he's moving up quick. Yeah. To me, he's in the top three. Yes. No, top four. There's there's four guys that I would say have the 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 the, the ability. You could say greatest coach. Polk, Schaefer, yeah, uh, Babe McCarthy, and now Chris Lamotis. There's nobody from football that I could I could I could get behind. So. Not whenever you got a guy with a national title. Well, I mean, nobody's won an SEC title since 41. I mean, I'm just, no. I, I can't do it. Um, another one from Scott. What was the best meal you ate in Omaha? Oh, good question. I had some good meals. Um, I, ate with Brandon, I ate a steak dinner with Brandon Walker one night mm-hmm. at Spencer's, which was fantastic, which any steakhouse is, is going to be really good there. Uh you know, the mattress factory mm-hmm. has really good food. Yeah, you know, you think of that place as just a hangout for in yeah, a bar. The food's, good. the food's really good. I I enjoyed my food there, and Upstream Brewery was was excellent okay. as well. 
I love this question from Tony Loper, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Uh, if women's basketball had won a national title, would this baseball title be less enjoyable? Yes. I agree I agree with you. That mm-hmm. it would have been like, oh right, another national title, that's awesome, as opposed to, oh my God, finally. It was it the was the first a, one was always gonna be the best one. It was the weight of the world mm-hmm. on your shoulders finally being off of your shoulders. Yeah. Every I, I saw videos of people in the crowd, people just collapsing in their seats. Yeah. I mean it's just Yeah, yeah I've seen a few. I, I, I just don't think there has been a fan base that that a national championship has meant more to I agree. than this one. Also from Tony Loper, which team are you glad was eliminated before we had to face them? I don't see how you can't say Arkansas. Yeah. They weren't playing great down the stretch, but that was still I mean still dangerous. Almost an almost wire to wire number one in the regular season. Yeah. And it's just it, it remains just hard to believe that they didn't make it to Omaha. I I would have put my house on the line that they would have made it to Omaha. Yeah. Uh Banana John I'm sorry, that guy, John Bench. Did Cam James turning into Manny Machado at third save the season? I mean, his defense, we talked about the pitching and how it became better sort of overnight. Same with Cam James' defense. Made every play. It was incredible. Made, made the play in the camera well against Virginia, which I thought kind of got a spark plug for State in that game. Yeah, I agree. A couple innings later, they were able to break up that no-hitter. It, I've said it from the beginning. I, I think that kid's special. He, he has not played great at third base or shortstop. <laughs> for most of his career yet, mm-hmm. I think he has all the tools to be a great player. He'll figure player. it out, yeah. This is a good question from Andy Losick. Through the national championship run, we've heard the names of lots of great former MSU baseball players, but does Janet Marie Smith have the best likelihood of being the Bulldog inducted into Cooperstown first? Yeah. Very possible. She's if, got a chance. If, if they, I don't know. Like, did they do that? Did, did they, they do architects? architects? I don't know, but she's designed some... Some I mean, she did Camden stadiums. Yards. She did Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Didn't she do? Did she do something at Fenway? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, she has designed some incredible ballparks out there. I mean, if they do go architects, she's mm-hmm. got to be number one. All right. Another one from Andy. Another great. These are good questions here. Rank these Gen X college teams in terms of quality of play, swagger, and pop culture influence. Michael Irvin era Miami Hurricanes, Larry Johnson era UNLV running Rebels, the Fab Five, and Brian Bosworth Sooners. Okay, so you have more experience with these guys. Yeah. These are this some of these teams you really grew up on. So, this I, is I, a tough question. First and foremost. Um, I think it's the, I think Miami's first. Yeah, they really were the first college football team to to celebrate and and talk trash. I mean, would you put UNLV ahead of the Fab Five? That's the thing, Fab Five in terms of pop culture influence, massive. Yes, UNLV won a national title, and then the next year went undefeated into the title game, and then lost. And to me, maybe the big, the only other upset in my opinion, greater in, in my life. Is because I don't. I'm not gonna count the miracle on ice because I was four. But is Mike Tyson losing to Buster Douglas? I I could not believe UNLV lost that game. They were so good all year long. They blew out everybody they played. So I would rank them second in the Fab Five, third. Boz's Sooners. I mean, Boz had a lot, but I mean, name another player off that team. I can name Jamel Holloway obviously because I know who that is, and Keith Jackson's on that team. But for the most part, they don't have a whole lot of staying power. Yeah, plus, that, that was the plus, first. They were the same time as that Miami team, and Miami sort of dominated them. That was the first Miami dynasty. Well, no, I guess they had a. 
That well, that was like at the well, Miami's nice started in '83 and it peaked in like '87, '88. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Even though some of this was before my time, yeah. just knowing knowing about some of these teams, that UNLV teams, I would go so UNLV good. ahead of Fab Five. So yeah, they were good. so freaking good. But I mean, as far as you know, what what the players did beyond that, I mean, the Fab Five, they all went on and yeah. and were NBA players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but UNLV, that team was. None One of, of the greatest offenses of all time. I think Jawan Howard won a title with the Heat towards the end of his career, with the with because I think he was still on the bench with the with the, uh, or, or maybe he was just an assistant coach at that point. I don't know. Yeah, he, think, was the, to, he was on that team with the big three. So was he still playing basketball at that time? Yes. He, okay, so he's the he only one to win a around. title in that group. He Chris was Weber the guy waving did. the Jaylen. towel on the bench. And yeah, Jalen Jalen Rose never did. So uh, flying M. I'm only going to answer this. He, some, he had somebody answer it. He rebuked them. Then somebody else answered it. He said nothing. But this is the third week in a row he's asked this question. Yeah. We got but, to move on. So and, we're going to answer and, it this one time. Yeah. And, and he came back one time, and that, that means he hasn't been on Twitter lately. Right. So we can't. I mean, he leaves. We're going to rank trying. the 11s Kellum Clark, John Cohen, John Carrero, Anthony Johnson, Quindary Weatherspoon, Jordan Westberg, Scott Westerfield. Okay, I'm going John Cohen number one because he was a player. Oh, okay. he was he was a player that went to the College World Series. And coach. He was a coach that went, went to the College, College World Series, Series. and, and he's the AD that. But he's not 11 as the AD. That's true, but uh, I mean, I he's guess, a person. Okay. that wore okay. 11. I can I can live with that. Um, then Q is seven. I'm a, yeah, Q is my number two. Okay, and then I'm going. I got to put let's let's just bookend it here. <laughs> Kellum Clark is second to last, and then John, I understand John Carrera has a great. Uh, History with the university and all that, but as a player, I don't know what John Carrero did, so he's last. Yeah. I, I'm so then, who's in the middle? That. Anthony Johnson, Jordan Westbrook, and Scott Westerfield. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. Jordan Westbrook was Jordan Westbrook was a first round pick. True, but Scott Anthony Westerfield Johnson had, and, and Westerfield have iconic moments at Mississippi State. What is Jordan Westbrook's iconic moment? It doesn't hit a grand slam against, in the College World Series against North oh, okay, Carolina. Wait a minute, he does have an iconic moment then. Yes. Oh, so which one do you like better? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jordan Westberg ahead of both, just because. Okay. Just because he had that mm. moment and he was a first round pick. Mm. Okay. And, and so, and then your then your conversation is. I'm going Westerfield over. Anthony I'm going Westerfield Johnson. over Anthony Johnson because he won multiple ball yeah. games. Okay. And including one of the most, the one great, of the best, maybe the greatest egg, egg bowls ever. ever. Okay. So our that, official that rankings. That might be controversial, but I I just feel like Jordan Westberg deserves to get credit for being the first. Our round official pick. number eleven rankings. Cohen. Q, Westberg, Westerfield, Johnson, Clark, Carrero. All right, I can live with that. That's a good group. Uh, Brian and Robbie only, again from the Flying M, can you please remind me of which SEC West school has never played in or won a football, baseball, or men's, women's basketball national title game? All right, let's go through this. We know Mississippi State just won a national title. Yes. Alabama, multiple national titles. LSU, multiple national titles. Auburn has won a national title. Um, Arkansas. National champions. Uh, Arkansas has won a national championship in football back in the day, like in the 60s. The 60s. But they won it. And I mean, when, I, when I say that, I mean they won the game that that meant being the national – because it says right here – Jerry Jones was on title. that team. Yeah, not, not a random poll – that awards they were the AP and UPI national champions. Yeah, at the end of that season, they were unquestioned national champions. That team was yeah. was very good in the sixties. Right, Jerry Jones was on that team. Yeah, and Jimmy Johnson, and Jimmy was, on Johnson yeah. was on that team. 
So who does that leave? Uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss has never done anything. Texas A&M has won a women's national title and a football national title back in the way back in the day. But I mean, Schaefer won a national title there as an assistant. So yeah, he did. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just Ole Miss. A Ole Miss. Pe- there's the a lot of people out there touting a national championship that was yeah. 30 years before they were born and was made Not by really. Reader's Digest. Not really. Wes Williamson, the godfather of Bulldog Sports Radio. Which Mississippi private school athletes have had the best college career? Says don't include him. Let the others shine. Okay. I mean, I was going to say Wes Williamson and Brian Scott Rippey. Wes played for East Rankin Academy. Did he? A couple years before. Okay. I guess he was a year, year or two older than me. Yeah. And he was one of the few guys that we played that mm-hmm. could dunk. He could get over the rim. Yeah. It wasn't just a tomahawk, but he'd get over the rim. And when we saw that, we thought it was so awesome because there was a guy that could dunk in a game that we were playing. <laughs> Baseball, the answer, is, easy answer is Jake Mangum. Jake Mangum. Um, I mean, the, Seth Smith was an academy guy, right? Uh, I think that's right. Maybe, no, wait, well, Hunter Renfro was an academy guy. Hunter Renfro is a good choice. Kapai Academy. Yeah. Um, um, anybody else think off who top I mean, State and Ole Miss have both had guys there. Yeah. You know? the, the thing about academy baseball is it you, you can have great talent come out of out of academy baseball. It's not like football and basketball. There's some, and it's getting more and more prevalent. Mississippi State has a lot of guys coming up now that uh, play academy sports. Mm-hmm. Um, football, recently, Sadiq Charles from LSU yeah. uh, played in the NFL. Not. Will Overstreet is the guy I Will Overstreet, like yeah, Jackson that's right, Prep. played for Tennessee. Um, um, let's see, who else? Trying to think. Like it's just I saw Anthony Steen play at at Lee Academy. That's that's a good one, yeah. I uh, went to Alabama. Yeah. Single handedly beat Winston Academy in the playoffs on the offensive and defensive line. Um you know, Ryan Buchanan was really Cody good. Cody Pruitt was Cody Pruitt's was really a good, good at Silver yeah. Bay. I watched him play three or four I'm times. I think a state has a guy that's just like standing out to me. Jack Cam Paul Lawrence. La- Paul Lacoste, Cam Lawrence would be a good one. Addison Lawrence. Yeah. Basketball, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. I'm sorry, I just can't. Brandon Bolin. Didn't he play Brandon Bolin? Michael Bowler? Remember Michael well, Bowler? Well, I mean, if we're going to like David Rula and those <laughs> guys, too. So. Uh, Michael Bowler was a starter one year. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that speaks more to what was going on around him. From, I think, Pillow Academy, I think, yeah. is where he came from. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of basketball guys, but... Uh, there's a few. There's some coming up. There's there's some there's some players in Academy Ball this year. Yeah. Uh Excuse me, Wes Williamson. Corbin seems like a great coach. How good would he be with eleven point seven? That's the not question everybody wants to know. Vanderbilt would not be anywhere close to what they are right now. I agree. That they've, and again, it's not their fault that they have this advantage. Right. It's 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 in place, right. and they're taking advantage of it. Right. Uh, Blake Thompson wants to know: Is it because Joel joined Hale State beat, or because you joined Thunder and Lightning that created this winning streak? For the Diamond Dogs, I, I vote because it was you. Think so? I think so. I'm going to vote for. I'm going I'm to go positive here. All right. And then, what is your favorite non-sports podcast? Does um, wrestling count? Yeah. Uh, see, I listen to a ton of true crime stuff. Okay. So it would probably be a true crime podcast or uh, Chris Jericho's podcast is really good because yeah, really he is. deals with a lot of pop culture and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, it would be either Talk is Jericho or I'm trying to think what my favorite podcast has been, like Up and Vanish or something like that. Okay. I listen to uh, the Rewatchables. I like that podcast. Talk is Jericho is one that I like to listen to. 
Um, beyond that, I forget what the name of the other one was. I like to listen to Hardcore History, but they they don't ever release any new stuff. So. I listen to American History Tellers. It's really good. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, uh, let's see here. Sort of getting towards the end here. Okay, Andy Lossick. For Brian, I almost always go with original Kingsford uh, lit with a chimney. Sometimes, however, I end up with match-light charcoal. Rank this substance as hot garbage, not ideal, better than nothing, or my go-to. It's between hot garbage and not ideal. Match-light is a terrible product. Don't ever buy it. Just buy regular charcoal and light it with, with a chimney. I used a chimney the other day. I've never used one before. So it makes it so easy. You just light it, walk away, come back in 15, 20 yeah, minutes, I t- it's good to go. grilled some chicken. It was fantastic. That chicken, that chicken looked good. It yeah. was really good. Chicken quarters. Uh, 901 Stark Dog. Now that the Bulldogs have won a national title and ESPN can stop showing that graphic, how safe is John Cohen's job right now? Right now, it's completely safe. Yeah. Talk to me in December if State goes 4-8. and eight. I still think that he's going to be tied to Mike Leach. Exactly. That's, that's a, I mean, exactly. You can't have two hires in a row, I think, that, yeah. that fell like that. But I this the 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 hire that he made with Chris Lamonis was one of the best hires that I've seen yeah. by an MSU AD. I I just think, you know, he nailed it. He nailed it with him. I agree. And we'll see on Michael Leach. Yeah. I think I think John Cohen's a, a smart guy though. Yeah. The Crystal Method. Over under on games into next season where someone on a message board calls for Lamonis to be fired. And what will the occurrence be that causes it? Uh, I mean, it'll be pretty easy. You know, State will fall behind early in a game, and it'll be like, you know, I know he won the national title, but this is not this is ridiculous. It'll be something about like he just rode the coattails of his players, yeah. just like it was earlier this year. And then when they win, those people wouldn't be nowhere to be found. Yeah. So in 2013, this I'm sorry, this is Jason Neal Galt. So in 2013, baseball played for a national championship. The next year, State went to number one in football. With that said, what can we expect from football after State wins the national championship? So in the 2022 season, MSU will be dominant in football. They're going to win a national title in football in 2022. All right. Book it. Who loses their title first? I got to ask this question now because the guy complained. The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, or Roman Reigns? Reigns is holding until next WrestleMania for sure. Young Bucks, probably. The Bucks is probably the, the yeah. correct answer. Kenny Omega, I don't know quite what they're they're building towards there, but I haven't watched Dynamite or any wrestling. In I haven't three watched weeks, last week, so, so I need to catch up. Uh, let's see here, the Thrash Panda. What's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Good question. Um, as a kid, you know the 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 scariest stuff I watched was like Halloween. And things like that, things that were yeah that were real, sort of realistic. That, yeah, that's always been the scary stuff for me. It's thrillers, things like that. Mm-hmm. That stuff scares me more than some kind of monster movie. Yeah, to me, it's The Exorcist. Yeah, that's, that's a terrifying. That's I tough. can't watch that movie. Uh, let's see here. Uh, inspired by the Hurricane Flight Observer Weatherman discussion today on Sports Talk, this is from uh, Zach DePriest. If you could have any job outside of covering sports at any level, what job would you want? Hmm. I've never even thought about it. Well, obviously, I want to be something where I'm a billionaire. I was a hedge fund outside manager. Of, that would be boring. I'd want it Not to be something. Not being a billionaire would be. Well, I mean, you would. Get, I mean, money's great. Yeah. But you'd get tired of doing that nine to five. I I I, I like so. I you know I've I've always I'm willing been, to give it a try. 
I mean, I love money too, but I've always been one of those people that. <laughs> I want a shirt that says that. I love Robbie money. Falk. I love money too. I love money, but I've always been one of those guys. Like I want, I would rather. What about be, just being like an actor or something? Yeah, you you can do that. Yeah. I I would rather be. I would rather love doing well, it with the job I do. Honestly, it says outside of covering sports, so I could be yeah, playing no, sports. Well, yeah, like, you could you could like, you could be like be the backup quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, the clipboard guy. Yeah. Making making like five hundred thousand dollars, yeah. that'd be fine. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Well, I, I, now I'm just into like some mentions here. Jason and Flagstaff. I'm not answering the asterisk think question. It's just so stupid and dumb. About uh, Ole Miss National- fans trying to be like, "Oh, it was an asterisk." No, not no. for Mississippi State. It would have been for uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah. State, state state proved that they were the Ooh, best team in the country. That's it. All right. We're tapping out. Hour and 45 minutes worth of questions. Great job, everybody. I'm, I may start setting like a limit. After 40 questions, I'm done. First, no. First, need, that, I want this thing to get up to four hours long. Here's what I'm going to say. Look, I don't have a problem answering a bunch of questions, but seven questions is too many. If you send in seven questions, I'm not answering seven questions. Well, you can go through and pick out I can pick favorites. them out. So, well, I'm just saying, like, you, the listener, go Try through your limit. seven questions and go, like, what are the best two questions? Try to limit it to two limit. questions Yes, each. please. I'm asking you. It'll make our lives a lot easier. The rumblings are going to go on forever as long as me and you are here. Yeah. So they can ask these questions yeah. again next but week. If you've got a question that's like a sort of an off-topic question, it can, it can hold itself out. All right. Uh, tomorrow's show, we're going to talk a lot of football. I had to do some picking for you because so I hadn't talked to you in a while. So we, we got South Carolina, right? We're also going to look at Alabama. We're doing and, South Carolina. And Missouri tomorrow. Okay. I've got those interviews all done. So we'll preview. Those will be SEC previews. So we'll go through them and go through the schedule and do all our predictions. And then we'll catch up opponent previews for Friday's show. Okay. All right. You, hey, you just set it up and I'll just sit and here. You knock I'll them just down. sit here and, and just talk. That's what's going to happen. You all handle right. that. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.